0: Love, talk, radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here in New York City, and I'm broadcasting tonight from the bright red desk. Um, it's a slightly delayed broadcast. Mercury is retrograde after all, so we're not shifting the time permanently. But the last two weeks, while Mercury's been playing with us with retrograde... I've had to do the broadcast late. Uh, I think next Sunday I'll be back to the morning time. But this week I had an astrology conference here in New York. We have the annual NCGR education conference. So I was speaking at it and attending it and it starts bright and early, and there was no way <laughs> I could think this morning to be able to do it. Uh, so I thought, I'll just do it tonight, you know, and I skipped the last lecture and came home to do the show. So um, before we list our, lose our, we I have to do it before six, before seven. So anyway, this is the weekly weather for November 18th, 2018. And as you know, we had a lot of hoo-ha, a lot of excitement last week, If you, especially if you're in the New York City area. They had set a wintry mix, and we did have a wintry mix that didn't melt, and so we had three and four hours, five hours, people uh, taking five hours to go six miles, you know, because the snow was just kind of crazy. And, of course, that was Venus stationing to go direct and Mercury stationing to go retrograde. Now, Mercury is still retrograde. He's going to be retrograde until the December, I think, December 17th, something like that, December 15th. Yeah, he goes direct on the... uh, um in november let me look he goes direct on the uh 6th of december it looks like yeah he goes direct on the 6th so he's retrograde the rest of the month now what happens when mercury's retrograde is we hear from our ghosts they come they visit us they go hi how are you nice to see you so if you get a call from one of your ghosts take the call talk to them mercury is of course out of bounds still uh which means you can hear from really old ghosts um and they want to talk to you, and, and it, the idea is you want to collect the information. Now the other thing that happened last week was Mars went into Pisces, and Pisces is going to be in Pisces till the end of the month of December. Spend a month and a half there. After his long, 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 long journey in Aquarius all year long, it felt like it wasn't really all year long. But it was a shift, And so we shifted from air into um, water, and now we're swimming in the ocean. And I want you to think about, like, when you swim in the ocean, you know, the tide kind of carries you where it wants to go. And way back when, on May 16th, Mars went into Aquarius. So last week it ended, and he went into Pisces. Now he's wrapping up stuff, big wrap-up, because he's wrapping up till the end of December, December 30th, 31st, when he goes into Aries and he starts a new cycle. Remember, we begin in Aries the springtime. Well, that's when the planets begin. So he's wrapping up a bunch of stuff, and Mercury is retrograde, bringing things to light. And Mercury and uh, Jupiter are having, or sorry, Mercury and Neptune are having a big old square. So a lot of times, what happens is the stuff that surfaces is kind of living on the edge of the dream, or on the edge of your mind, or on the edge of your consciousness. So you know it's in there, and you, you can kind of feel it, kind of lurking a little. And that is, that is that energy. So it's, it's Mercury squared Jupiter. So you want to kind of take, you know, stuff coming in, and it is one of those times where, you know, Mercury retrograde in general, you have computer problems. And so it's in Sagittarius, a sign he doesn't like. So he's very fiery and he's a little out of bounds, so having computer problems. And he's out of bounds, meaning he's not behaving himself. Plus he's squared in Neptune. So that can amp up the depression. That can amp up the feeling of being a motherless child or a fatherless child. It can make it bring up our aloneness. So you want to kind of, you know watch for that energy and just honor when it shows up that maybe you need to lay down and listen to some music. Maybe you need to just kind of settle in and, and connect on a deeper level with your soul, because the square does bring up emotions and feelings, and Mercury, as he goes backwards. He's uh, he's still in square, but then he's going to come back forward again in December and go over it a third time. So our job with this is to know that we're not, you know, we're maybe feeling extra emotional and maybe, you know, just overwhelmed, So on Friday, I got up early. I had a hair appointment, and I get in the cab to go to it, and there's, like, no traffic, right? But Thursday was a nightmare. People took hours and hours and hours to get home, and I said, the cab driver's like, I think it's because everybody is, like, just can't can't deal with Friday. (laughs) So if you had a really bad time Thursday, Friday – what that did was that was the shift, and so you want to be a little interior with this energy, because the lower form of Mercury is is uh, you know depression, but it's in fire, so it's fiery depression. So you're kind of in the mood to be angry or upset about something, or you want to pick a fight with someone. And Neptune is because you're maybe feeling a little unloved, a little unsupported, a little boundaryless, or perhaps you're just friggin' depressed. Or perhaps there's just all this snow and they didn't prepare the streets so the cars don't run. It's okay, but Mars in Pisces encourages you to put on some music, go with the flow, go to bed a little earlier, uh go to sleep. you know normally, I come home from these conferences and i'm wired beyond words and I came home, we went out last night for food, and the two of the restaurants we went to were full and couldn't take reservations and whatever. so we ended in and we were there was a group of us, so we ended up going to this really nice little Indian restaurant um and they had really wonderful food. But like when I came home, you know, I normally kind of debrief and do a bunch of emails and and I'm like, you know, I'm going to bed now. And both cats looked at me like, what, you're not going to stay up? I'm like, no, bed. It's time for bed. So you also can find with the Mars in Pisces that it kind of feels a little overwhelming, maybe feels a little depressing, maybe it's cold, because a lot of times it's fluid when it's in Pisces. So Mars goes into Pisces this week, kind of kicks up the fluid, and he's, of course, going to be rolling through all the Pisces planets and growing through all the early stuff, kind of stimulating it and, and waking it up. Also this week we have Thanksgiving, which is my personal favorite holiday because we have uh, no shopping, just really good food. Um, and it's fun and it's you know, it's not a stress holiday. It's like, a, yeah, let's just hang out and talk and eat good food and have pie. So we have Thanksgiving this weekend here in the U.S. Canadians had it last month. And the sun enters Sagittarius on, on the 22nd. Which is nice because that kind of is that's Thanksgiving Day. So we have a shift from the Sun out of Scorpio, where he's been a little intense and passionate, and then he's going to shift over into Fire. Um, We do still have a lot of Fire planets in the sky. So even though California seems to be calming down a little bit with Mercury out of bounds, you know, as I was getting ready for the show, I pulled up the Yahoo because I've been in a conference for the last two days, and they had a story about a dog standing guard outside of his house. Mercury, of course, is pets. With Mercury squaring Neptune in out of bounds, there have been quite a few of my clients reporting in on pets suddenly disappearing. Um, and remember, pets are your habits in this lifetime. So, you know, if you have a pet that's acting ill or is not feeling good, quick, quick to the doctor, okay, because this is a big a big departure week for of things we love. You're going to have the sun come and join Jupiter, right that also happens this week, and what that does is it initiates the Jupiter's journey through Scorpio so the sun comes up and links up with Jupiter on the twenty sixth which is next Monday, but it initiates the Jupiter and Scorpio energy, but that then indicates we're ending a twelve year cycle uh because we've Jupiter's now changed signs, and this is the sun is going to be the first planet uh after that initiates him and says, okay, now we're in. But our pet's mercury is out of bounds in Sag. So again, pet energy, work energy, a lot of companies laying off people. You know, I had a ride with a friend and she said they just fired all the vice presidents in my organization. I'm like, wow, just eliminated the jobs? And it's like, yeah mercury and sag so watch for changes in your workplace a lot of companies are going to be you know making choices or making decisions before the end of the year so don't go crazy with the Christmas shopping just yet just kind of hang out and you know kind of buy what you can afford and you know it is mercury retrograde anyway so electronic stuff's all going to want to get taken back so wait until mercury goes direct the beginning of December before you go shopping for your appliances even though it's Black Friday, you know, be a little cautious. Mercury does go direct on the uh, six, and he clears his shadow shortly thereafter. So you're not going to have, you know, you're going to be able to buy the, um, the appliances, but you do want to kind of maybe wait a little because this energy is very volatile and a little out of control. And it's square Neptune, so the functionality is just going to be a little fluky, going to be a little weird. Something's not going to be there, you know. So literally, we were at dinner last night, and one of the women had gotten the new cell phone, the new iPhone. It doesn't have a button on it. So when you, you know, how you press the button to make it bring up stuff, there's no button. The button's on the screen. And I'm like, yeah, but for the tactile folk among us, you know, I feel for that button in the middle of the night, and I can turn the phone on and see what time it is. Right? No button anymore. So you got to kind of poke around on the screen when the dark. Not necessarily a design feature, but the screen's bigger, you know. So it's watch for that Mercury Neptune. They took away the button. Mercury square Neptune. <laughs> hey, can't make this astrology stuff up. It's big. The other thing we can anticipate this week. Again, this is the political part. I know that some of you don't like the politics. We can anticipate a move on the Justice Department. Uh, We've got a lot of aspects indicating moves at the Justice Department. So I would imagine Mr. Trump will be firing people, and I think that that new guy that he appointed will probably be going after the Mueller investigation. Of course, it's a great time to do it right before the holiday. People aren't necessarily paying attention, but do pay attention. He's going after them. The beginning of the week, the moon's in Aries, and then there's a lot of moon, Mercury, Mars fights. Energy kind of Mercury square and Mars. It's retrograde, so I don't know that he's going to get away with it, but I think he's going to make a move. And remember, he appointed that guy while Mercury was out of bounds in its shadow, and now it's square to Mars and it's retrograde. And we'll see what happens. Mars is in Pisces, so it'll be a little sneaky Pete. Right. So everybody, pay attention, because you might need to call your senators, even though you're even though you're having Thanksgiving dinner. Um, and of course, great time to do it when Congress is out of town, right, for the holiday. So we just kind of watch, and then we also have a lot of energy, a lot, a lot of energy around initiating and thinking about what that new, that new energy is you want to bring in with the Sun and Jupiter meeting. So you want to kind of work with that. There's also a full moon, and it's a baby full moon. It's a zero degree Gemini Sag, right? So it's an important one because it's you know Moon and. You know, the moon just goes into, or the sun just goes into Sag, and the moon's there to go. Yeah, let's have a baby new moon. So that energy is also here, and that new moon is on Friday, uh, and then we're forward forward motion. And then also this week is if we don't have enough stuff going on, we have Neptune stationing, and Neptune is going to (laughs) station. excuse me, at uh, I think 13, let me see my numbers here. Yeah, he stations at 1341 on November 24th. And of course, whenever Neptune stations, we get like a big old storm or we get a big old cold. So that's on the 24th, which means the four or five days before the 20th to the 24th, we can have a lot of sniffles and noses and runny things and then the three or four days after through the 28th. So it's probably going to be a Thanksgiving with some colds or people not quite feeling up to, uh, up to snuff because of the Neptune station and because of all the water in the sky and because Mercury and Neptune are square to each other and because the sun and Jupiter are meeting. So we'll want to do it. We'll have the enthusiasm to do it, but then we'll be kind of like, but I really feel crappy. And so extra sleep this week, that Mars and Pisces, best thing for it is sleep and lots of fluid. Drink a lot of water. And um I always like when Pisces energy is around. We're we're extra sensitive to energies. So really just pay your mind. Pay your mind to what you're picking up energetically. And with the Mercury retrograde it may not be a hundred percent clear what it is, but just kind of note, hey I had this feeling about such and such and um you know and what what was that, you know, so just the other day I kept thinking about this guy, you know, who I've known for a while. He lives with my uh, father and Peggy in their assisted living place. A really nice guy. Uh, You know, I just always really liked, We would, you know, they ate dinner with him. And he passed. And all day long I kept thinking about him. And I called my stepmother and and she goes, you know, Fred died a half an hour ago. And I said, yeah. You know, he was on my mind all day. So this is also a time with this Mercury-Neptune. If something's pulling at your mind or pulling at your brain or you're thinking about somebody, check in. This is a very depressed holiday for people. So if you know people that are a little depressed, check in on them. Call them and tell them you, you love them. Call and try and connect with them. It's a busy because the, the sun's in Sag, so it's busy, busy. But it also is people are going to be feeling a little bit you know, off. And then, of course, the sun is going to square Mars which is usually, you know, taking action. Mars is not always a happy place when he's in Pisces, but he's depressed. So you want to kind of just be a little careful. If you have a history of drug and alcohol addiction, this is a great week to double down on your meetings and to double down on whatever keeps you safe, safe, sane, and sober because the energy is very much about picking up and just feeling a little bereft. And it is, you know, if we honor the energy of the bereft, as the sun leaves, uh, as, as the sun leaves the Scorpio, he is going to trine our, our uh, Chiron in Pisces. And Chiron in Pisces, one of the uh, good astrologers here in New York, a guy named Michael Luton, did a lecture on Chiron in Pisces. And he said it's like when you're lying in bed and you open your eyes and you know you have to get out of bed and you go, oh, oh I got to get up. And and that's the energy, okay? So the sun is going to trine Chiron, and you're going to be going, oh. Now, if you get up, it's okay, but there's that moment where you need to roll over and turn the alarm off, get another hour of sleep, go to bed a little early, like I did. I came home last night, and I went right to bed, which is not like me. But I was like, nope, I just know I need to go to bed. The Cats were like, what, you're not going to hang out with us? And I'm like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> so honor the emotional undertone of this week, very watery, a lot of water in the sky, a lot of feelings. Hopefully, that'll be good for our friends in California. But also, it's a lot of water. It's a lot of emotional feelings. So it's finding the people that have died in these fires out there. So it's it's also being aware that we're all running extra emotional and maybe not having the words to say it because Mercury is, is out of bounds in Sagittarius. Maybe we're going to go in fiery. So I had a friend who had a bad outcome this week about something and they said, well, you know, when I get a little when I get a little agitated, I can tend to be aggressive. And I'm like, yeah, you know. <laughs> so, watch what your responses are when you're agitated because with the mercury out of bounds, you can you can aggravate yourself right into a new situation. So, be aware of what you think and say, just kind of take a pulse, take a beat. Sit and watch. Mars in Pisces, you know how when you get in the ocean, the ocean just kind of carries you a little bit down the beach and then when you come out, you're not by your blanket anymore, right? So we're all kind of in a big ocean of emotion and feeling. And Mars has been in Aquarius since May, May 13th. This is a big shift. And so people are really can really feel very overwhelmed but also feel very emotional. So find things that make you cry, you know, I mean I went to uh, see Lady Gaga and the star is born and I've now seen it four times. And uh one of my listeners, thank you very much. Uh I'm not gonna say your name but she uh, sent me some Lady Gaga posters. <laughs> um and I'm now I'm gonna go watch The Boy Raced, you know. I'm gonna go sign up for all the weepers. Um because or or do the movie, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody. It's a, it's a Pisces movie. It's a movie about music. Like watch what you need to watch. Watch you know, really good one. Your Resurrection on the internet with Ellen Bernstein, Sam Waterston, Water, or not Sam. Uh, what's his name? The other guy. Well, anyway, one of the one of the handsome actors <laughs> whose name I'm. It's not Sam Waterston. It's the other one. Completely blanking on. But Ellen Bernstein in uh Resurrection. Great movie, you know, it, and it will make you really kind of you know, by the end you'll be sobbing it's a three hanky. Um but it's you know, you wanna you wanna support the emotions needing to move also, because all this energy is releasing, release, release, clean up, let go. Venus is still in her shadow. She's still, even though she's gone direct, she's still clearing stuff up till November 7th. Mars is in Pisces until December 30th. Mercury is retrograde and in his shadow through December. This is the cosmic cleanup. Once we get to that first week in January, it's going to be 90 miles an hour, full steam ahead. Stuff is already starting over in the Jupiter and Sag part of the chart because Jupiter's gone into Sag, but the other guys are still kind of emotionally catching up. You know how like when you're finished with something, you're like, oh, wait, we're going? Okay, wait, I just I have this one thing I have to do over here. <clears throat> Give yourself permission to do it, but recognize with Mercury out of bounds, it'll be screwed up, there'll be a problem, there'll be some typos, your computers will be a little weird, so just add extra space. And then with Neptune stationing retrograde, this week, watch for the sneak. Watch for the sneaky Pete. You know, this is the sneaky Pete week where you go, you're being a sneaky Pete and I just caught you, right? So everybody pay attention to what goes on in the areas that you've been watching and waiting for something to change. And if it's sneaky Pete behavior, call it out. And of course, I know I'm personally going to be paying a lot of attention to the Mueller investigation um, or the new guy who's in charge who's... You know, whatever. So at any rate, that's the politics. Not a lot this week. But I do, want you, I do want to encourage you as we go to Thanksgiving, also because the energy is pretty emotional, there can be some pretty volatile fights at Thanksgiving. So you maybe want to make your choices about what the, what the topics are and uh, not go to the fiery ones. Because the Mercury Square Neptune, a little cocktail under somebody's belt and suddenly, you know, you're getting the story. And it's out of bounds, so it might be a little fiery. Um so that's the uh, that's the vision. Now let's talk about the moons for the week. Um so the moons this week are in Aries, which is the moon to fight. So went into Aries this morning at 10:56 a.m. It's in Aries all day Sunday, it's in Aries Monday, it's in Aries Tuesday until 5:46 p.m. Reminder we don't have a meeting this week at the open center cuz we're off for Thanksgiving. It goes void at 5.46 with a conjunction to Uranus, so expect the unexpected Sunday and Monday. Then it's void for about an hour, and it goes into Taurus on Tuesday, it, Tuesday night. It's and Tuesday, 6.43. It's in uh, Taurus on Wednesday, and it goes void at 5.48 in the morning with a trine to Pluto on Thanksgiving morning. Then it is void all day Thanksgiving Day, and it goes into Gemini at 11.10 p.m., And now when we have a day that's void, like Thanksgiving is, sometimes that day just kind of gets canceled. Sometimes it gets put adrift. Sometimes there's a lot of rain and water and it gets affected. Sometimes everybody's sick. So just kind of pay attention to Thanksgiving. And um, because it is a void moon all day, it is a good day for kicking back, but it also means that the oven might not work, you know. So have have a contingency plan. Make sure to have plenty of shrimp cocktail. You don't have to heat that up. Then the moon goes into Gemini at 11.10 p.m. on the 22nd. And, of course, it's in Gemini on Friday the 23rd, and it's in Gemini on Saturday the 24th and it goes void with a sextile to uranus on the 25th at 12:31 a.m. so that's the gemini. Now remember gemini is going to be when black friday happens and of course mercury's out of bounds. So this can anticipate we can anticipate some wild shopping stories and you also just kind of want to think about what you're doing. Also neptune is stationing. So sometimes that can just be a big old storm coming in. Uh, then Mercury is in Gemini, uh, goes into Cancer on the Sunday, the 25th. The 26th, it's in Cancer and it goes void uh, with a square to Uranus. So Sunday and Monday have kind of separating energies. And because right then the sun is going to meet up with Jupiter on the 26th, um, this can also be departures and layoffs. So just kind of pay attention you know, to what happens. And I would encourage you... If your company is having any kind of financial stuff, I would spend light. This is one of those years where people are going to get fired right before Christmas uh, because of that Mars and Pisces and the Mercury retrograde. So no wild spending. uh, Caution in that area. Um, Not, you know, just, or, you know, make sure you can bring it back if you buy something and you can't afford it. Um, Okay, so now we're going to talk about the aspects for the planets. The sun goes from uh, 26 Scorpio to 5 Sag. It um, <clears throat> has an aspect with the nodes of fate on the 20th and a trine to Chiron, offering an opportunity for healing and offering an opportunity for choosing the direction you want to go in. Uh, the sun in Scorpio is trying to the north node in Cancer. This is a positive offer or opportunity on the 20th, and it's good news. Then the sun is in conjunct Uranus on the 21st, which is also an aha moment where you kind of look at things and you go, wow, that's what has to happen, and it's an adjusting energy, and it's a fire god. You know, Uranus is in fire, the moon is in fire, the moon joins. So the 20th and the 21st, we want to watch for the news very carefully and also on uh, the 19th, too, Um, because exciting events. Sun is parallel Jupiter on the 21st. Again, parallels feel like giant conjunctions. So Sun-Jupiter in Sag um, is big, and we have that basically all the back end of the week. The Sun goes into Sag on the 22nd, and then it parallels the nodes of fate on the 23rd, amplifying them again, but in this case in a negative way. So at the beginning of the week, it amplifies them. Remote, don't eat that, please. Come on, get down. In the beginning of the week, it amplifies them in a positive... There's a couple pieces of tail of shrimp on my desk because I had shrimp right before... I did the show, and he's sticking his little nose in the tails, which will then be carried off into the living room somewhere and then hide, and then it'll smell bad. So we're not, not taking the fish today. <clears throat> so then the parallel happens on the 23rd where we get the bad news, okay? So it's, it's a real interesting week because it has the positive news and the bad news. You know, the good news is, the bad news is. And you want to just kind of really focus in your mind what that vision is. And remember, the whole energy is here to move us forward. It's not to keep us stuck. And he's back again, and I want you to get down. Thank you. Um, then Mercury parallels the sun, which makes everybody very opinionated, and they think they're right, which is one of the things that happens. And then the sun links up with Jupiter, and he has a semi-square with Pluto. Right. So semi-sun, squirmy square, Pluto is a little bit of abuse of power. And the sun linking up with Jupiter initiates the Jupiter and Sagittarius energy. So while Jupiter went into Sag, and we all went, oh, wow, he went into Sag, and that was the week of the election. Now, as the planets come to activate him, they say, okay, now I'm going to help you understand how to shine with Jupiter and Sag. Next up will be Mercury getting there. Then we're going to have... Mercury will catch up to it, and then uh, the sun, then Venus will catch up to it, and then in a little while, Mars is way over on the other side of the world right now, but he is trining the Jupiter, right, So or squaring the Jupiter, rather. So he's going to be activating it. So we're going to watch for that energy. Uh, and so then on the 26th, Sun conjuncts Jupiter, very strong, and a very positive formal outcome. Then Mercury this week uh, is retrograde, as we mentioned. He's running from 10 Sag backwards to about five or about six and a half uh, Sag, and he is still out of bounds. So he's doing things not following, not necessarily following the rules and Mercury is semi-square Venus pushing us into understanding and remember Venus just stationed to go direct but the Mercury and Venus are not getting along right now so what you want is not going to work well with what they're giving you right that's your, they're going to give you stuff you don't really want and that's okay so you kind of want to wait not a great week to hire people uh, I mean obviously you get a job offering you want to take it do but just remember you're working with that retrograde energy so it may not turn out quite the way that they're offering it or quite the way that you want it Mercury wants you to modify and change your house. He he has an adjusting energy to Saturn and Pluto, and he's paralleled them. So when a planet is parallel, it feels like a conjunction. Parallel to Saturn is a no. Parallel to Pluto is a power struggle. Mercury is retrograde in Sagittarius, the sign of the law. That's one of the reasons I'm saying this but all, about the Mueller investigation. But for each of us... Mercury brought up a story last week, a couple of weeks ago, during the time he's been in Sag, and we may be knowing, and now he's going to push for an answer. And so you want to kind of go, is this really what you want? And if you don't, you want to kind of go, you know, it's really not what I'm looking for. Because that energy of the swirl that we had on Friday, when Mercury went retrograde and Venus went direct, we kind of went, well, you know, maybe I'm going to change my mind now, right? Uh, Mercury also has a sesquiquadrate to Eris uh, on the 24th, which is big, and a sextile to Athena, which is sneaky because um, he's retrograde and Athena's in Libra saying, well, okay, how do we do this? And then there's a semi-sextile to Saturn and a square to Mars, right? So we can see Mercury, the word, the entertainment, the news, the information, in Sag, out of bounds, not following the rules, and, and having some aspects with some mighty nasty planets. So we're going to watch for that. Venus is uh, squaring your Vesta, and that's kind of saying, what do you want to change around home? And then Mars is it, Mars is having a few fights too. He's fighting with Uranus and Pluto and Jupiter, and he's in Pisces, so he's a little contentious. He squares them, so he's a little overdoing. He squares Jupiter, a little overdoing, and then he semi-squares Pluto, a power struggle, and then he contra Uranus, which is a breakup or a breakdown. A lot of breakups this week. Four people getting fired, as I mentioned before. Saturn square Vesta, bad strategy. Your strategy is not good this week. Take a break. Take a breather. Think about it. Do you really want to do this? Neptune has a hard aspect to the nodes of fate on the 20th, and then stations to go direct on the 24th. So this is a big week for getting clarity around things, even if right now you might feel very unclear. But once stuff shifts, you'll be like, oh, okay. And then we start creating and building. Interesting week. Very funky energy. So I want you kind of paying attention to it and honoring it, like going, oh, okay, that's what's going on. Not necessarily taking action. With Mars and Pisces, you know, I mean, you may call your congressperson or whatever, but with Mars and Pisces, there's a strategy going on an end game play, right? So you want to watch for the end claim on this one. It's not a Hail Mary Pass, it's an end game. It's like one of those shifty endings, you know, like sixth cents when like he was dead. You know that I hope I didn't ruin that for people. But it's like that. Okay? So watch for that ending. And remember if you got a cold this week, extra vitamin C to bed early with you. If you're feeling exhausted, that's all Mars and Pisces. The universe wants us to retreat and be a little more quiet and kind of float rather than aggressing, okay? Just kind of watch and, and pay attention. Obviously, if you need to aggress, do. But be conscious of the energy is just very swirly. And I hope that helps. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not looking forward to this week, but at the same time, I am. It's one of those weeks, you know that, where you kind of look forward to it and you're like, no, not really. But yeah, 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 because this is what it's all about. You know, we're all here to grow in consciousness and here to grow and use the planets as guides. And so they're saying, sneaky peats abound. So watch for the sneaky peat. Scrape out the last bits of that mayonnaise jar and forward we go. And in the moment when you wake up in the morning and you're lying in bed going, oh, I don't want to get up, just remember that it's a transit and it'll be better soon. Lots of love. Catch you all next week. We'll be back to the early time next week. Appreciate your patience this week. Okay, bye-bye.